0: Udonis Haslam is the only nominee and winner <laughs> for the third <laughs> year in a row of the I Can't Believe He's Still in the NBA
1: <laughs> The beautiful thing love, when you got no competition gets lonely love. at the top. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? I am your plug,
0: <laughs> and we are really back. Plug, really back again for another episode of
1: the really Yes, sir. A jam-packed mm-hmm. holiday, July 4th. Freedom edition of the hoop Tell plug, baby. You know what I'm yes, saying? Sir. We ain't playing with them. And I think it's just so fitting we're talking about July 4th. We're talking about freedom and the topic at hand today just so happens to be free agency, baby. And boy, has it been active, my brother. But before we get into all of that, I got with me, my brother, my partner in crime, decked out in a polo jean jacket. <laughs> yes, sir sir. Frat. Ta- <laughs> How we doing?
0: How we doing? How we doing?
1: I'm good, brother. I'm good. Excuse me if I uh, if I gassed you off a little too much, you know what I'm saying? I'm excited to record on this holiday morning, you know what I mean?
0: Me too, me too. There's not much more American for the gelato, as we mentioned, <laughs> than some capitalism at work, a, a free market, <laughs> free agency, and the boys have been getting paid. Close to $2 billion has already been handed out in NBA free agency, and it was about 1.5 in the first couple hours on day one. So... Big bags left and right, and me and Ferraz are here to break it all down. Let's get straight into it.
1: You know what yeah. I'm saying?
0: and we're not playing Jane on the Hooplug podcast. We always got to hit you with some flavor, so we got to hand out the free agency awards. And the first award is the Alex Caruso Award, right? One <laughs> that we're going to look back in a year's time, like, how did that team let that guy go? And the nominees. GP2. From Golden State to the Portland Trail Blazers, okay? his heart and soul out for that franchise. Came back from a broken elbow faster than any right-minded doctor would allow. Yeah. <laughs> it was a real baller. Made a real impact in helping Golden State get their fourth championship in the recent memory.
1: That part, and let's and just confirm right, that's that's Gary Payton the second, that's two, not the original number two, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and uh, all jokes aside, Ty mentioned it, he's been able to impact for this team on both ends of the floor all season when they were missing their guys, you know, between the injuries that Draymond and Clay had and Steph missed some time. You know, cats like Gary Payton the second really were able to hold it down, so you know, that's unfortunate they couldn't hold on to him. But you mentioned it, uh, one of those guys, uh, could very potentially be the winner of the Alex Caruso signing an award uh, without getting ahead of myself. We got next up Kyle Anderson, who is now a member of the Timberwolves had a great breakout season with the Memphis Grizzlies and John Morant last year. I'm, I'm correct, right?
0: Yep, absolutely. He was with them boys down in Memphis. And I think his ability to handle will be missed a secondary playmaker, especially at that big forward size off the bench. Um, but I don't know if his impact will be as much as a Gary Payton or the next guys on this list.
1: Yeah, but Kyle Anderson is able to do it on both ends of the floor. And like you mentioned, Absolutely. not only play defense, but also facilitate a little bit for that squad. So definitely, definitely important to be on this list. Uh, next up, you want to you bring in this guy up?
0: Joe Ingles missed a lot of the year with an ACL injury. Got I think tore his ACL full tear in January, end of January. So he's going to be out for another year. But when he gets back. He's definitely an Alex Caruso signing of the year nominee because, man, he's a bigger, better wing than Grayson. He signed with Milwaukee. Joe Ingles will be playing with the Bucks, And Utah is a demolition site, but they're going to miss that, tem- <laughs> that timely scoring. You know what I mean? Who knows what Utah's going to look like? So they're going to miss a lot more than just Joe. But, again, that timely scoring, the three-point career 40% shooter is valuable.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, and Utah's going to miss a lot. They're going to miss winning games. <laughs> Scoring baskets, playing making defense. The playoffs. Right, right, making the playoffs, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, they're going to miss a lot of that, but you mentioned it. Um, Joe Ingles, I actually think this is probably one of the more underrated signings of the, of the you know, free agency so far. Joe Ingles is a bucket, you know what I'm saying? He's a starter, he could be a starter on 30 teams. You know, I think he, he makes this Milwaukee Bucks team better. You mentioned it, he's an upgrade from Grayson Allen, can spread the floor, is a veteran, plays defense, and again... Can go off, you know, when you least expect it. So I think uh, you know, unfortunately for the Jazz, you know, they're in, like you said, demolition mode. They're done, they're blowing it up. But uh, yeah, that's a great move for the Bucks. And next up, I think this guy is actually too big of a name to be on this list, to be honest. Um for for this specific award, right? Um, none other than the New York Knicks newest signee. Jalen Brunson, who is coming off an insane regular and postseason career highs all across the board. Um, I'm surprised that they let him go as well. However, um, you know, the only reason why I'm like on the fence about this one is he was pursued like he was one of the top free agencies in the entire offseason, right? So I feel like he he's like a step above, right? But at the same time, I think very much so fits into that, what you're talking about.
0: Hey, the reason he's on this list and nominated is because... The media would not have you believe what you said. They've been taking any opportunity to crap on whatever the Knicks do. Um, So, either way, right, if if he doesn't, if Jalen Brunson doesn't win this award, then the Knicks have messed up this free agency, right? Like, (laughs) he was the only guy on this list that was a number two option. He's the only guy that had 40 point games in the playoffs. Um, 100%. Although GP2 does look the most like Alex Caruso in terms of impact and what he does to help a basketball team win games, Jalen Brunson is my winner the Ox Caruso signing of the year
1: very fair very fair and again you know I had some conflicting comments I don't want people on the plug to think I'm a fraud you know I think that the Knicks put a lot of emphasis going after a guy for it to be Jalen Brunson after talking to Ty you know what I'm saying and breaking it down I understand this is a move this is not your guy you're getting your number two guy so that when you get your guy and you have yep. the pieces around him you're good to go right but with that being said, let's be real here. Jalen Brunson is a bucket. You know what I mean? Out of all the guys we mentioned, he's the most talented, is the most high, or the highest paid out of all the guys. Um, Jalen Brunson's a bucket. You know what I'm saying? However, if we're doing it for that comparison, most definitely comparable to Caruso with how'd you let the guy leave? And his impact was huge. The Mavs needed to build on that, you know? so Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah if they don't get a Kyrie, uh, any other all-star, then they're definitely going to be missing him. No, so just was it. that is that so he's your pick too?
1: Um yeah, so I actually didn't even mention it, but I'm gonna have to go with Jalen. You know what I'm saying? I uh, think the guy's a bucket. I think out of all the players on this list, he's the most talented, most dominant, has the biggest ability to impact the game. So yeah, I think in a year from now, when they finally get a guy like Christian Rhodes, who's supposed to you know kind of replace Przingis and be a better version of that one-two punch with Luca, why would you get rid of Jalen when you could have had the the three-piece? The three-piece, anyways.
0: You know. All right, next award, okay, most shocking slash puzzling signing. We got two, count them, two nominees. I'll Oops. go through the first. For Ross, we'll let you guys know the second. And that first nominee is, let me open the envelope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Got <laughs> JaVale McGee. <laughs> and this is shocking for one reason and one reason only. Three-year deal for JaVale McGee. He will be 37 years old in the final year of this contract, making $7 million, and that's just a bit too much for a bit too old, in my opinion.
1: And uh, a bit too old, not just any regular old, old. you know what I'm saying? This is JaVale McGee, right? And it's funny, you know, it's a stark contrast how we started out his career, was bouncing around the league, you know, was making and a fool every single week with the <laughs> Wizards, you know? But now, you know, he's be- been able to come into his own, a championship in this league, uh, a champion in this league, was able to win a couple rings with the Golden State Warriors. I believe it was a couple. I'm not sure. I think it was two, right? I think so. Won? I'm not sure. Exactly. Re- regardless, a champion in this league. You know what I'm saying? Been able to up his consistency, up his play, much more mature guy. And now he's locked in some money. That I personally never expected JaVale to get at this point in his career. You mentioned it's seven mil to be paying a 37-year-old. That's that's not normal. So shouts out to JaVale, man. You know what I'm saying? Getting that bag and uh, switching the narrative a little bit on who he is as a player. Big facts.
0: And yep, one more yep. note on JaVale. Uh, the analytics guys, this is the this is the guy that they scream down the hall. JaVale McGee, JaVale McGee. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, like his <laughs> analytics are off the charts he was averaging like 10 and like 12 minutes for Phoenix and I think it was just a little benefit of the system but um, either way there's a reason he's getting this big bag at this old age
1: yeah JaVale's I mean listen at the end of the day I like all the things that he can do he can impact the championship contender throughout the rest of this three-year deal if you ask me so I don't think it's a bad move but just definitely a little little too much for JaVale McGee Uh, Next up on this list, you know, basically two nominees like you mentioned. We have our guy. You know what I'm saying? The shortest defender. (laughs) No, no, no. Let me chill out. But for some reason, P.J. Tucker's always, I I just blew it away, right? But he's always guarded seven-footers and always getting embarrassed a little bit, right? But uh, the next guy on this list just so happens to be P.J. Tucker. The 76ers signed him to a three-year $33 million deal. What?
0: James took a pay cut to pay P.J. Tucker? Excuse me? You oh, pay
1: hey, an old specialist?
0: Yeah. Who isn't so that I,
1: special I, anymore?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you see why he was a nominee. Three years, 33 million. We said javel McGee will be 37 in his final year. Well, P.J. Tucker's 37 right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, enough said.
1: Enough said. They're going to be paying a 40-year-old 11 mil to sit on the end of the bench, man. Uh, the last person who got a deal that good was Llewell Deng of the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm. <laughs> All right, but uh, out of these two two guys, man, um, I think it's an easy one for me. But time, I'll let you do the honors, brother. Who's who's your guy out of these two picks for the most it's shocking? It's
0: easy for me too, and it's it's pretty much the age. PJ Tucker, good right now. He's going to help them this year, but I can't see it ha- helping too much after that.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm with you there. You mentioned it. PJ is gonna be, you know, a fossil by the time the back end of his contract comes up. The championship adds a little bit to his resume, a little bit to his price tag. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with you on this one. PJ Tucker's the one that shocks me to pay a 40 year old 11 million dollars, not named Jordan, mm-hmm. not named LeBron. Come on now, like nah, that ain't gonna fly.
0: Word with it. All right. Next up, most likely to get fined for tampering. Right. And there are two nominees. <laughs> the first being John Wall. Woj was on that story early.
1: The second being Jalen Brunson
0: of the Knicks. Okay, and, and I got I got a take on this, right? Matt has been hating on the Knicks. They actually are taking this to the league office and are going to get the Knicks investigated. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the NBA is going to look into it. But, but Jalen Brunson's dad works for the Knicks. Jalen Brunson's dad played for the Knicks. Leon Rose, our general manager, his daughter and Jalen were childhood friends. So it's not tampering, guys. It's Sunday dinner. All right. It's a family (laughs) affair
1: (laughs) at the family reunion. (laughs) But yeah, no, uh, you mentioned it. I think out of these two trades, the Jalen Brunson one would probably get looked into a little bit more. And and you mentioned it is for a few of those reasons, but none other than basically before the finals were done. We had already knew Jalen Brunson was in talks with the New York Knicks. And that's as the average fan, right? So let alone once you get private investigators and detectives, you know. I don't think they overturn the move. But I think they find a way to find the Knicks some bread, some coin. You know what I mean? Um, Because you said it, right? This was not an easy move for the Knicks to make, right? This was like an eight-step process where you had to get rid of players and give away cash and give away salary just to be able to – Be in the conversation. Right. So I think the Knicks had to be a little sure to go through all of those steps to be able to think that they were going to get Jalen Brunson. You know what I mean? So I think out of the two trades or excuse me, out of the two signings, that's probably the one that's going to turn more heads.
0: Absolutely. And uh, (laughs) I think they just don't care enough about John Wall. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so that's not gonna get investigated, even though we knew he was gonna go to the Clippers for about two months. <laughs> to be fair, that
1: one is that one is open and shut. I feel like you said it, no one really cares about John Wall, but we've been known about that one too. Like it wasn't really high they weren't really hiding that.
0: Facts. Facts. And it was kind of funny how like usually free agency, boom, like hour one, everything's happening. Everyone waited three hours and then everything came out. <laughs> like it was like all right let's just chill so we don't get fun you know what i'm saying some Marshawn lynch vibes all right you want to introduce the uh you want to introduce the next one
1: yeah man definitely um ain't ain't nothing like you know you go to the store on the weekend you come back to school you gotta cut a couple new options to select you know what i'm saying i mean i'm going i'm getting a little away from it here but you know this is the best new fit award. You know what I'm saying? And, and I was talking about, you know, you got a new fit on, you got some new sneakers on, ain't nothing like that crispy outfit. That ain't the type of fit I'm talking about today. Okay. I'm talking about free agency, NBA 2022. All right. Some of these guys, man, I think that they're going to be able to m- impact their team and immediately turn them into championship contenders. Some of these guys, you know, they're going to take their team from fringe playoff to guaranteed playoff. And some of these guys are going to push their team all the way Um, we're going to start off with this list A guy we already mentioned earlier today. You know what I'm saying? Joe Ingles, formerly of the Utah Jazz, now of the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, I, I already mentioned it before how great of a signing I think this is. I think it's underrated. I think you bring in an experienced starter who could spread the floor and play defense and, you know, kind of take some pressure off of Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Drew Holiday. Um, I think you incorporate him, throw him in with a, uh, with a Brooke Lopez, this is a very dominant team. This is a team that can play defense, that can shoot, that can spread the floor. Uh, so that's that's my thoughts about Joe Ingles. And Ty, without further ado, I'm going to let you get this next one. You know what I'm saying? Being that he's your boy
0: over in New York. So, yeah, real quick, I like the Joe Ingles fit too, right? Uh, he's going to take all those Grayson Allen minutes and immediately upgrade the Milwaukee team. Just think about all the times Grayson was getting exposed in the playoffs last year. Next up, next nominee, Jalen Brunson of the New York Knicks. And I love this fit. We've needed a point guard for about 75 years. And a lot of that Julius Randle being so bad is a lack of a point guard. Alec Burks walking the ball at the court and just immediately finding him and letting him have free range on an offense without a guided, steady hand. Now we have Jalen Brunson making $104 million to look at Julius and say, nah, bruh, not right now. Okay, and, and that alone will make this fit beautiful especially for a Knicks fan and will be watchable again. It's going to be good.
1: You said it, man, you said it. Um, And I think given that, you know, he's very familiar. This is, this is backyard. This is Sunday dinner. You know, I think he's going to be able to make a big impact with this team right away. Uh, Next up on this list is a guy that got signed by my team. You know, the Chicago Bulls, none other than Andre Drummond. You know, Ty, I don't mind this signing. Uh, I think that he can add positives. To our team if this was three years ago I'd be losing my mind I'm like oh andre Drummond <laughs> most dominant rebounder in the league we just signed him right but Andre Drummond has left a lot to desire these last couple of seasons right um I think that it's still a good pit um signing I think it's important and it adds depth to our second unit at the five spot it gives us rebounding which is something that this team has miserably lacked um so with all that being said, yeah, um, I think Andre Drummond is a decent signing for our team, but uh, you're not getting too much fanfare from the guys over in Chicago. Okay. I was interested
0: yeah. to see your reaction on that. Yeah, that it's, it's a good it.
1: move. It's a good move. I just think that, man, I'm not going to get excited until I see him
0: play because
1: he's just been so inconsistent, you know?
0: Fair. Yeah. Next nominee, John Wall to the Clippers. I like this fit a lot. From day one, game one, he'll be the best passer on the roster. The scoring is just extra. And and for a team that has lacked a playmaking point guard um, since Chris Paul, it's going to be a welcome addition.
1: Yeah, the scoring is a little garnish on the side. Uh, he's going to come here to facilitate, come here to playmate. We know John Wall can average double-digit assist numbers. And I think that he can immediately impact this team to become a championship contender if they weren't one already. So, shouts out to John Wall. And next up, or I should say last up, uh, PJ Tucker. None other than P.J. Tucker, the Philadelphia 76ers, as we mentioned earlier, signs a three-year deal. Um, I think he's a decent fit, but we mentioned it. Some of the age issues which is kind of what kind of has me not so high on P.J. Tucker right now.
0: Yeah, and um, I think his impact, at least this year, will be the strongest, and it won't be yeah. felt until the postseason. So it's going to be hard to judge versus on the first 82, going to be based on that back end. All right, so we're gonna I'm gonna run down the names and then get Faras's winner for best new fit. We got Joe Ingles on the Bucks, Jalen Brunson on the Knicks, Drummond Bulls, John Wall Clips, and B. J. Tucker on the Sixers. Faras, the winner is.
1: Um, this is not the best player out of these guys, but I think this is the player that can impact the team the most in terms of fit right now. It's Joe Ingalls, man. Um, this Milwaukee's Bucks team is a championship team. You know, they aren't the champion this year, but they're champions last year. Um, they basically have the same roster put together. I the reason I say Joe Ingalls is because you have a system and you have your stars in place and you have all of your guys in place, right? You just needed to fit in one or two high-level pieces that does a rotation job, right? Whether it's starting with... Regardless, Joe Ingles does what he does great. He's not going to be driving to the basket and dunking on fools and giving you, you know, super reverse layups, right? Mm -hmm. But he's great at... The things that he does, shooting three-pointers and playing defense, right? And that's exactly what this Milwaukee Bucks team needed, right? Grayson Allen was inexperienced, doesn't play, play defense. When he finds himself starting to get exposed on that end, he starts to kick fools in the nuts and whatever the case may be, right? So with all that being said, man, I think Joe Ingles just so happens to be the best fit out of all of these guys because he can impact a contender now. And it's not like he has to score 20 points to do it.
0: All right, Faraz Zig didn't pick the Bulls player. I'm going to zag and not play, pick the Knicks player. I'm going to go with John Wall. And I think it's not going to all be because of him, right? The impact of Paul George and Kawhi being healthy for 75 games, which I anticipate this year is going to be a big help. But the fact that they're going to play small with all those wings they have, they're going to do a lot of five-out offense. And with John Wall bulldozing down the lane and kicking out to shooters, his impact will be greater than... It has been in a long time, to say the least. So I I got John Wall for the best of fit. Yeah.
1: Uh, And although I'm not disagreeing with you, I just think that uh, because there's so many factors with the Clippers for John Wall to be at his best, which means a a, a healthy Kawhi and a healthy PG and the rest of those guys being there, I'm not going to say that John Wall is not going to impact and score and facilitate, right? But the only reason I picked Joe Ingles is because I think that it's less factors that you have to
0: rely on, you know? Fair. More than yep. fair. Yep, All right. Yep, yep. Next award, we got underrated signing of the year of the off season. All right. We got five nominees for this one. Some repeat offenders. I'll start <laughs> it out with Dante DiVincenzo. He is now a Golden State Warrior. He's going to get a lot of those Gary Payton minutes. I think he's a nice pickup. He can do a little bit of everything. So... uh I like Dante V.D. Vincenzo as an underrated signing for Golden State.
1: Yeah, I'm with you there. Dante, I think he is a steal of a pickup. Um, very underrated. You know, I don't want to get too carried away with who I think is the most underrated signing. But, uh, yeah, shouts out to Dante, man. You know, built some great experience with the Milwaukee Bucks. A champion, you know what I'm saying, through and through. A champion at the NBA level, a champion at the college level with Villanova. Man, I, There's a lot to like about Dante, especially his play style and how it fits with this Golden State Warriors team. Uh, Next up, a former Golden State Warrior, you know what I'm saying, GP II, you know what I'm saying, he's now a member of the Trailblazers, he's going to probably be sharing a lot of minutes or coming off the bench for that team with Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum, you know what I'm saying, a stacked backcourt, you know, he's not going to see too many minutes in the starting unit, but you know, can impact the team defensively off the bench, you mentioned it can be that spark guy, that spark plug who comes in, gives you 5-10 points in a short period of time while also playing defense uh, Gary Payton, I like that signing for the trailblazers, but the only problem I feel like is the blazers are just missing too many pieces. You know, it's not like they're one or two pieces away. They might be one, one major star away, but you, you get what uh, I'm trying to say.
0: I also have an issue with this signing and it's for a different reason, but, um, one on Gary Payton, he, he got here because of what he did last year. The impact we, we all acknowledge that it. it was clear today in the playoffs until he got injured and even after he came back, but he rounds off a nice group of guards in Portland but they have so many guards like outside of Gary Payton. They have Dane Dollar, Anthony Simons, Josh Hart, Eric Bledsoe. Yeah. I know everyone forgot. I forgot he was on that team <laughs> and they just drafted a lottery pick guard Shaden Sharps. Um, where are these minutes going to come from? I I'm a little confused on their plan out there. They just had two small guards with Damon CJ and it looks like they are going right back that route. I don't know. Yeah. It's a little
1: confusing to be honest, but, uh, that's why the Trailblazers are not known for championships. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that being said, next up on this list, a repeat, a repeat offender. Our boy, K.A., Kyle Anderson, now with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Slow-mo. Slow-mo, man. It's funny, man. You can be so good at something. Everything you do makes it seem like the game's going in slow motion. So, shouts out to Kyle. The guy's got a handle. The guy's got a great feel for the game. Uh, I think he's going to be important for this Timberwolves team. I think with the signings of people like Rudy Gobert, an experience that they built off last year with the guys that they have in Cat and Anthony Edwards. I think that this team, man, is going to be surprisingly good, scary good coming up for the future.
0: Well said. I got not much to add there. Joe Ingalls is the next nominee. We already spoke on him. Knockdown shooter. Great defender. I don't have too much to add there. And then Jalen Brunson, only making this list because of the media, OK, because yeah. they are talking down. But my pick, underrated signing of the offseason, is Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson, just because of the media. I think people deep down know, true fans of the NBA know. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's my guy now.
1: <clears throat> yeah, you, you mentioned it. Only real fans of the league really know. Uh, Jalen Brunson's a bucket. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he should be in this underrated category. But you mentioned it. You know how the league is and the narratives that they like to push. Um, With that being said, Ty, who do you think is the biggest underrated signing out of all the guys on this list?
0: I would go Gary Payton, but because of the guard thing, I can't go there. So I'm actually going to go Kyle Anderson. Um, Like I said, the defensive numbers are really good, especially when they started to switch everything in Memphis. He became an elite defender. Uh, And then the offense, he he can't really shoot, but he can do everything else. He can really play make. (laughs) He can really get to the buck. Um, So Kyle Anderson's my pick. Man, and that's that's
1: important that you mention, right? It's funny how you know just your basketball, like you can get you so far in this league, right? Guy like Kyle Anderson, you know, experience with Tim Duncan and Kawhi Leonard, and that original big three over in San Antonio had some minutes with that squad uh with all that being said man kyle anderson he does a lot of good things you know um that basketball iq and and the things that he picked up from pop has impacted him well here or helped him out a lot in memphis um i'm actually gonna go with dante Divincenzo, though i think that he's been able to build a lot of experience in gold excuse me in milwaukee i think he's going to be able to take what he's learned and built on it in golden state he's gonna get some minutes you know especially like Dude, we saw what happened to Jordan Poole. We see how these guys yeah. have their coming out parties. I think Dante DiVincenzo can, you know what I'm saying, really come into his own on the Golden State Warriors, you know? I mean, Absolutely. I know, and he was, he was having a
0: really good year, averaging 13 for Milwaukee before he got a really serious leg injury. I don't remember what it was. But yep. if he can get back to that form, oh, my gosh, with that Golden State culture, that ball movement, he's going to really benefit.
1: No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Um, Ty, I know you want to bring this one up. I know you want to talk about this one, so I'm going to let you have the honors.
0: The I can't believe he's still in the NBA signing. All right. Let's get, this award, if you don't know already know, goes to someone that <clears throat> a, a very reputable organization flew out to personally offer him another contract. <laughs> if he signs here. this, it will be his 20th season in the NBA. Udonis Haslam is the only nominee and winner for the third year in a row of the I Can't Believe He's Still in the NBA Award.
1: <laughs> The beautiful thing when you got no competition,
0: it gets lonely
1: at the top. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no worry about no competitors taking my awards, man. And Udonis, he's got it. I think it's funny. Udonis Haslam is the only player in league history to have 20 years in the league and have not played in eight of them. You know what I mean? I think he's the first guy. You know, Vince Carter, he's the last guy, I think, to hit 20 seasons in the league. You know, he was bouncing around, and he was all over the place. And even in his old age of, I think it was 40, 40, 41, he might have been up there, right? He was able to impact those Hawk squads and those Grizzly squads that he was on in the back end of his career. Udonis Haslam, he's impacting fights after the game. Like, Udonis Haslam is doing nothing but just, uh, you know, throwing chatter. He's basically the next assistant coach. You know, I, I I don't know what it is that he does.
0: Facts, facts. Shout out to Ud. He's a the highest paid assistant coach in the NBA because that's what he does. <laughs> <He's a coach. laughs>
1: Seriously, bro, that fool is not a player, right? But uh, player coach. You know what I'm saying? They let him get away with it. They let him get a little bit of the notoriety in the meantime. You know what I'm saying?
0: Okay. The next award is the underrated extension of the off season, and this goes to guys that were. Not potentially going to sign with their team, but after discussion, after talking with their front office, their agents decided to re-up with the franchise, stayed 10 toes down. And the first nominee is from the Chicago Bulls, Mr. Zachary Levine, signing for five years, 215. I think it's underrated, right? There was a lot of talk of he not wanting to stay with the Chicago Bulls. I think if he didn't get DeMar, he would have been long gone but he's back they're running it back and it's important because this was a big step
1: 100 percent. i'm happy that they were able to keep zach i think you know you you have this rebuild if you have this squad going forward without zach you're you're missing something i mean he is the focal point of this team i think demar DeRozan rosen has had the best season out of all the guys so far but i think zach levine is undoubtedly the leader on this squad right he might not be so vocal with it but he's been here the longest he's been there for the ups and the downs you know um it's important to be able to run it back and i think uh it wasn't such a guarantee that zach levine was going to sign again so that's important very underrated extension glad to hear it glad to see it love that you're going to be a bull for the next five years my brother um next up on this list we got our boy bobby portis mm. junior you know what i'm saying getting a four-year 49 million dollar bag um not a bad little contract for someone of Bobby Portis's talent level. Ty, why don't you give us your thoughts on on his contract, his extension? yes,
0: I, I know Bobby well, former Nick, um, and and <laughs> NBA champion. I think this is a perfect amount twelve about twelve million a year for four years. He's underratedly important. Does a lot of what Brook Lopez does, but with a a, a mid range and a mid post game that you wouldn't expect from Bobby, but um. He's been very good for Milwaukee, and I think he'll continue to do so. I, I think this was a very important extension for, for a Bucks team that wants to contend, not only now, but for, for, for years to come.
1: 100%. 100%. You said it. And the one that actually jumps at me a little bit, and not to say that I wasn't deserved, but it's this next one, right? Young guy, Anthony Simons, just signs a four-year, $100 million extension. Wow. My brother just got that bag. You know what I'm saying? That Jalen Brunson type bag.
0: Yeah, Portland just showed them, showed him, showed us how much they like this guy. Right? $100 million is you are the guard of our future. Um, And he showed potential. Didn't need college. Get that. Came into the league. Spent a year under Dame watching him and CJ get to work. And you can tell he was influenced because a lot of his moves, a lot of his sidesteps look just like Dame. So, um, yeah, he deserves it. Big bag, but again, he deserved it.
1: No doubt about it. He's coming off a season where he's averaging 17 points four assists and, you know, PER 15.34, just around a little bit above league average, right? So, uh, shouts out to Anthony Simons, Simons, man, being able to secure that back, you know?
0: Fact, facts. Next up, Kevon Looney, three years, 26 mil, back with Golden State. Had a couple moments, man. He had a couple series where he looked like the difference in wins and losses for Golden State. Key offensive rebounds, key outlet passes, key defensive stops, all made by this senior big man. Veteran big man. I me not be disrespectful. (laughs) It's
1: funny he's a vet now, huh? Feels just like yesterday. He's just getting drafted.
0: So, for us, I'll lay down the names again. You let us know who your winner is. We got Zach Levine. With the Bulls, Bobby Portis with the Bucks, Anthony Simons with the Blazers, and Kevon Looney. Your winner, underrated extension of the offseason.
1: This time, no zigging, no zagging. I'm going to go with Zach Levine. You know what I'm saying? I think it's the biggest name here, most important. I think this Bulls team eventually falls apart without him. So, Zach Levine for me.
0: Facts. Facts. If he leaves, they're, they're thinking about blowing it up. And like you said, just keeping the momentum going, the good juju, is is very important. So uh, I'm with you, Zach Levine, underrated extension of the offseason. All right. Yep. Talking about guys that got big bags, we're getting Man. into this next award titled The First Max Fresh Extension Star to Win a Chip.
1: We're going to start it off with no one better, John Morant. You know what I'm saying? The most improved player in the NBA. Just signed. Five-year, 193-mil extension, his third year in the league.
0: Man, that's a chubby bag. <laughs> <laughs> big facts. Big facts. Next up, Nikola Jokic, five years, 264. In the last year of this contract, he'll make $60 million, an NBA record.
1: Important to mention, Jokic is the highest-paid play- paid player in the NBA and in the history of the league. So, shouts out to Jokic, locking up and securing that back. Next up on this list, our boy from New Jersey, Carl Anthony Towns. You know, no, no small feet himself. Four year, two twenty four mil. You know what I'm saying? Cat just so happens to be the same age as us. You know where he's <laughs> at, where we're at. We're not quite at two twenty four mil yet. So,
0: <laughs> ah, yeah, don't, don't 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 get me started. Don't remind but, me, sorry. right? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a well deserved bag for all these guys on the list. Next guy, D Book. Percent four years, two hundred fourteen million down in Phoenix. Mm. This one,
1: that one's hitting different. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That one, he's getting slaughtered. But this one right here, bro, I I actually was surprised. Uh, Zion, they locked him in. They said, we don't care if you got the injury bug. We believe in you. (laughs) Five-year, 231 mil to eat Popeyes. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Max. Next up, Zach Levine with that five-year, 215 max. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Not the chubbiest bag on here, but, you know, very fat nonetheless and well-deserved, you know. Um, Next up on that list, we got our boy none other than Brad Beal down in Washington. Very loyal guy. Five-year, 251 mil.
0: Yep. And then the last on this list to get that big bag is Darius Garland. Five years, 193, but it's incentive-laden. Can get up to 231. So that's $1.5 billion right there. Nine names. <laughs> shoot. Eight names. Sorry.
1: No, nah, that's okay. But shoot, man. Um, and I think it speaks to how good Darius Garland has been this year for the Cavaliers and his time with the Cavs so far, because he's basically getting the same contract as John Morant, who was just in the MVP conversation and could potentially get paid more, right? Um. There's just so many things when I see. The first thing I'm like, damn, young brothers, go get your money. That's amazing. Like I'm thinking about some of the stories that you hear, right, Cats Like even Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who's still to this day the leading scorer in the league. If it wasn't for his outside deals, the guy wouldn't have any money left, right? (laughs) A lot of those players, the players who played in the 70s and 80s and 90s, bro, they weren't getting paid for anything. You know what I'm saying? So to see that these guys today can get money that they can live off for generations and generations, it's a beautiful thing to see, man. It's that, that in itself is something to be happy about, you know?
0: Big facts, big facts. So now to the question at hand, the award at hand. Who will be the first Supermax Fresh Extension star? I can't even say that shit right. Fresh I'm a Extension say, I'm a, star to win it. Oh, you got it?
1: I'm going to save you some time, bro. We got a Chicago Bull player on here, bro. It's going to be Zach Levine, man. The Chicago Bulls going to win a chip. I've been telling y'all this. We're going to win a ring. You know what I'm saying? We're going to hang up another one next to Jordan's. You know what I'm saying?
0: And the reason you can say that is because none of these guys are particularly close. Uh, <laughs> my pick is going to be D-Book, and that is contingent on them getting Kevin Durant. Um, yeah. They're they're in that sweepstakes, so so that's my pick.
1: Well, to be honest, man, the Suns have a better chance up front if I'm being non unbiased, right? They have a okay. better chance than the Bulls that were number one in the conference last year. Now, if they get Kevin Durant, I mean, they're probably... They're probably going to be champions of the league, more than likely. You know what I mean? So, I, I don't know. I will be I'm, – I'm, although I'm in agreement with you in d booking the Suns, i got to stay loyal to my boys over in the Windy City, man. I you know? respect so that's why it. I, I respect it. You know the vibes, man. You know the vibes.
0: Okay. Next award we're handing out is the surprising extension of the offseason, and there's only one nominee here, folks. Lou Dort, right? This is a team in OKC. That doesn't pay anyone. <laughs> SGA is just sneaking by. But outside of SGA, I think they really just needed to hit the salary cap floor. Yes, floor. And um, I think that's what they did with Dort Five years, $88 million. Very surprising extension for someone that can't shoot um, and, I don't know, hasn't shown that much potential. What do you think um, about Ludo-
1: Uh, Lou Dort is a guy in the league who's able to make a huge impact on the defensive end. I don't know if that impact was worth 87.5 for five years. You mentioned that there's sometimes reasons deeper than just basketball contracts as to why these things are done right. Like you mentioned, they want to hit the floor and all these other things. But I think it's surprising. But I think Lou Dort does deserve a bag. I mean, the Thunder aren't paying anybody. The only other person deserves to get paid is SGA. Um, And he... Hmm. If you look at this team this thunder team and they've surprised a lot of us they haven't been absolutely horrible they haven't been absolutely trashed they've been able to build with the young stars that they have i'm not saying they're in the playoffs right um barring that cp3 year but this team they've been competitive in games bro and i think that's all that this thunder team with the players that they have can ask for you know
0: yeah i mean there was that 60 point loss okay okay i'm saying they were competitive in games <laughs> not all of them
1: you know what i'm saying that 60 point loss definitely is something to to, to strike the memory i just remember pretty tough. calling
0: dylan the day after uh, i had to watch the highlights like i've never watched the highlights of something so bad like i just wanted to see how it happened 60 is, is an unnatural out. amount okay it but, wasn't it was, the grizzlies who blew them I out i think it, it was the grizzlies it was it the was the
1: grizzlies yeah
0: and john morant wasn't playing
1: yeah, yeah, I remember that. Ja was getting cyber-bullied.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was crazy. crazy. All me. right, so that wraps up the extension and off-season free agent period awards. All right, so we wrapped up the fresh extensions, the conversations on free agency, handed out our awards. Now it's time to get into some of the trades that happened over the weekend. First one we got to discuss is Malcolm Brogdon to the Celtics. He got traded for Tice, Naismith, Nick Struskis, Fitz, uh, you don't know these guys, and a 2023 yeah. first-round pick. <laughs> the interesting thing, though, more interesting than the trade, is that the Celtics view Brogdon as their sixth man. Behind Marcus Smart, the sixth man. Frost, what are your thoughts on the trade and the fit of Brogdon in Boston? I think the Celtics
1: absolutely hustle the crap out of this team out of the Indiana Pacers team um other than Nick stauskas who I know to be you know former Sacramento King drafted almost over 10 years ago now at this point right Nick stauskas is supposed to be the next Steph Curry uh before Steph Curry was around other than him man i mean this Celtics team has basically fleeced the Pacers Daniel Thice is the only guy who's really playing big minutes for the Celtics or decent minutes you know besides him and a first round pick i don't think they have anybody who can impact for the Pacers now on the other end Malcolm Brogdon is a highly skilled, highly intelligent basketball playmaker. Um I think him on the Pacers he was that floor general for them. Young but a player well above his years, right? Um you mentioned he's going to come and be this sixth man for this Celtics team who's just fresh off a finals run. I think it's a great move. Brogdon plays defense. Brogdon can score the ball, he can shoot, he can facilitate. He does all the things that you like them or like a player to do at that position. Uh, I think it's a great fit, and I think that he makes the Celtics team better.
0: Facts. You said it there. And and that was uh, something we didn't really see happening. Everyone after the finals, me and you included, said uh, it's going to be hard for the Boston to get back here because we don't see how they get better. And they just figured out a way. Uh, thanks to Indiana, but they just figured <laughs> out a way. Malcolm Brogdon is going to help for all the reasons you just said. I see a lot online about... The six-man nonsense and how the Marcus Smart versus Malcolm Brogdon debate. Like, why don't you just start them both? You can run them both out there: Jalen Brunson, Jason Tatum, Robert Williams at the five. Just bring Brunson. Al off the bench. What's that? Jalen Brown? Oh yeah, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brunson. Hey, oh, Tigers! Yeah. Jalen
1: Brunson, this man <laughs> is in love with that Knicks jersey, boy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. All right, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't see why they need. Either of them need to come off the bench. Just put Al Hartford on the bench. Um, But either way, I like it like a lot.
1: Yep, yep. We're on the same page. This next one, Ty, and I know you've been itching to introduce this one. I got a couple ticks I got to make as well. But Rudy Gobert to the Minnesota Timberwolves.
0: And that's not the story. We got to say. Say who it was for. I can't even get this out,
1: bro. Bro, to be honest with you, the Wolves got fleeced. They got absolutely absolutely fleece. Bro, okay, so Gobert to the Timberwolves. Just Gobert for Pat Bev, Malik Beasley, right? Who Malik Beasley was a starter on that team, right? Jared Vanderbilt, Walker Kessler, which at this point you're like, oh, all right. Like, the T-Wolves, you know what I'm saying? They gave up a lot to get Gobert. That's not including four first-round picks. Oh, my God. They gave up potentially eight players for
0: Rudy Gobert. And if you oh look my. at these players' his pick, Walker Kessler was a lottery pick about three days ago. He just got drafted. <laughs> That's like a fifth first-round pick. Jared Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley, both two other lottery picks. All oh, this for Rudy? If the and Knicks Malik this, Beasley? Bro, I'd be in cardiac arrest. I would be... <laughs> <laughs> and what I don't understand
1: is, right, this man, Pat Bev, made himself a Minnesota Timberwolves Hall of Famer <laughs> after one season. Elite, elite player for the Timberwolves franchise, right? Just to get traded the next season, they didn't even need to get rid of Pat Bev. They could have put D'Angelo Russell mix. in that
0: trade. <laughs> I don't understand why you don't put D Russ in that trade. He's the same salary as Pat and Malik Beasley combined. You get I would just put D'Lo yeah you get to keep at least
1: malik or pat you know what i'm saying um you mentioned it dude um again if you look at the star name d'angelo is the bigger star name right but if you look at the impact and what what impact they are able to make on this squad man you there's no point in going after a gobert and going after guys like that if you get rid of pat bev who's undeniably become the heart and soul of this team right we know cat's not a leader You know what I mean? I love the guy. We know he's not a leader. Pat Bev was the leader of that team. Malik Beasley quietly in and out, night in, night out, was able to impact that team from the starting lineup. And Jared Vanderbilt, who's starting to come into his own. Not even getting into Walker Kessler, not even getting into the future four first round picks. I just hope they spread them out well deep into 2030s, cause Look, (laughs) we've complained
0: on this on this trade, and we haven't even mentioned basketball yet. They're trying something archaic now. Two seven-footers, twin towers that hasn't worked since Gasol Bynum in, like, I don't even know what year that was. 2010. So that, yep. this, is, this isn't an NBA. We're in the playoffs. Centers don't even play in the last six minutes of basketball games. They are True. off the court. And now you have two of them, and they're both your highest-paid players. Gobert is on a monster contract where he'll be making $47 million in the last year, Utah is 13-21 and in Gobert's last 34 playoff games. And it's not like, oh, they weren't that good. It's because of Rudy Gobert. He is constantly attacked. After every series, you hear Devin Booker, you hear Chris Paul, you hear every guard in the West talking about how they tried to target Gobert because he was the mismatch. you got your two highest-paid players. You can't really add a third now. I mean, Anthony Edwards can potentially grow up on that, but Towns, and Gobert are gonna make about a hundred million dollars together. And you're gonna have to take one of them off the court. At least.
1: It doesn't make sense. It's damn near impossible to run them both at the same time. I, I was kind of shocked at to what they were going for here. Um again, we know cat can kind of spread the floor, and we know, but nah, man, you have two seven-footers again, two. It's a, it's an archaic plate type, like an archaic type of roster that you're trying to build here. And again, Anthony Edwards is a beast. You had a bunch of other good players that I think were starting to grow into their own that you just gave away.
0: You know, gonna, so whatever I'm going to take out my crystal ball. I'm going to tell you right now, bro. In three years, Minnesota Timberwolves run this clip in three years. The Minnesota Timberwolves will be desperately trying to de- dump the Rudy Gobert contract. And there will be no suitors. They will be in a Russell Westbrook like purgatory because of their own like own moves, they didn't have to do this.
1: They didn't, um, and you know they got excited. They made the playoffs. They're like, oh, let's be active this off season." That's you what know made the worst. The Utah Jazz fleeced you guys. They absolutely robbed you guys. Bare face, no gun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Danny Ainge, Seriously? he got him he, again. <laughs> Wait, is there... <laughs> is he, it this actually is his Danny first Ainge? year. It's his first year. He just moved <laughs> to Utah. Get the fuck out of here, Danny Ainge does it
1: again, man. Da with the swiftness, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. He's probably the greatest general manager. Is he a GM? Yep. He's the greatest GM I've ever or seen president in my of life. Op,
0: same thing. Yeah.
1: Da man, that guy under he just gets it, bro. What he was able, he basically fleeced the Brooklyn Nets. He did, fleeced them, <laughs> robbed them, and now he's doing the same thing to the Minnesota Timberwolves. You got to love to see it, man. That that green and white DNA just running through and through, huh? <laughs> facts.
0: <laughs> Big facts. Man. For us, any final thoughts before we wrap it up? Nah, my brother.
1: I just wanted to say thank you for joining me as always. You know what I'm saying? My partner in crime in this jam-packed, action-packed episode of the Hoop Plug Holiday Freedom Edition.
0: You know hmm. what I'm saying? I like that. We didn't even get to everything we wanted to, so we got Miles Bridges content, Clippers' John Wall content, KD Kyrie content coming out. Oh God, Be tuned somebody. for that this week. For us, as always, let the people know where we put that flavor. Guys, put some flavor in your ear. Please.